Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. Glad you're here. We're back together after you guys got a solo episode that I didn't even know I was going to record this week. So just went for it. Surprised it's, everybody. <laughs> the the spring is starting to spring. I'm hopeful that we're we're probably not out of winter because like it's Alberta. But we're in Alberta. Maybe if you're not in Alberta, you're actually out of winter. But I'm sure it'll snow one more time. I also have one more skiing weekend planned. We'll oh, see. I have like. No. I have like eight more ski days in Jasper, so it better it can spring here, but it really needs to not be spring there. But so. it can like be nice, but like we I need some snow on the mountains still. Yeah, yeah. But true, it's true. uh I hope you're feeling a little bit better if the sun's been out wherever you are, getting out in it, feeling the warmer weather, not having to wear a thousand layers to go outside. You know, things are getting a little lighter. Out yeah. There. We've been really consistent the last week or so because it's been like so nice in the afternoons. We've been going out and puddle splashing and, you know, ticking off those thousand hours outside hours. We're so close to a hundred. By the time you guys listen to this, we'll probably be at or over a hundred. So I think, um, what is your, is that your win for the week? Um, Yeah. We'll say that that is one of my small wins is just getting back into an outside routine. Um, my other win is that I've got this webinar coming up that's partnered with The Bridge um, and Sinister 7. And it's all about um, postpartum return to fitness. Uh, so it's actually free to attend. I'll put the link if you want to join in the show notes and if you can't join on april 4th you can they'll email it to you but um it's gonna be really good i'm making i was just telling jill i'm making a powerpoint presentation i feel like i haven't made one of those since college um if you want an upgrade it's now called google slides (laughs) if you want an upgraded one too i make lots of my like presentations in canva because it just looks better oh um yeah, maybe next time. I'm already <laughs> like done it in Google Slides. That's fair. Um, and it's just like, you know, it's very simple. It's not, it's really just um the bullet points and then I'm gonna elaborate on all of them. So it's really not a ton of information. But um yeah, so this webinar is coming up, so that's super exciting. And I don't know if I said this before because I think I mentioned it, but I'm getting paid to do this webinar. So we love that. bank for doing things. Usually that stuff is not, um, it's usually pro bono just to get your name out there or exposure. So this is very exciting times for me. We love a paid gig. Um, I was actually, was trying to remember what leg of what race you were doing. I was talking to 
uh, Ethan at our training session the other day and I was like, yeah, Jess is doing a leg of something. It starts with an S and it took me like so long. I was like, I don't remember. And he was like naming all these races. I was like, I don't think any of those are right. So as soon as you said Sinister Seven, I was like, Sinister. I'm doing leg three, which is, <laughs> which is also known as Satan's Sack, nice. um, which makes me feel real good about it. I yeah, um, I was trying so hard yesterday to well we were recording yesterday to remember. I'm like something that starts with an S, but I couldn't remember. So. Like soul crusher. Yeah. It was like it's something to do. Sneakers. I literally was like, I think it's something to do with like Satan, but I don't think that's right. So that's funny. That so, that's close, that's though. So, so close though. So close. So close. Just let them know that I they call it. the people who run it sinners. So you're not wrong. I was close. You're not wrong at all. Um, what my, was your win? Yeah, my win kind of goes with that. Just, I got a, f a few struggles going on in my life. Me and my brain might not be the best of friends lately, mm -hmm. but me and my body are getting along pretty good. And I talked about it on my TikTok a little bit today, how like, I don't think everything needs to be going a thousand percent great all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just nice to have like my workouts are going good. I have like a program to follow plus my own workouts to do. And then I train um, once a week, like in person, which is nice. It kind of gives me, I'm actually moving into like, so as I talked about last week, I'm training, I think it was last week that I'm training with Ethan. So you have the option of doing like one-on-one -on -one with him or like group. So tomorrow I'm going to one of his like group sessions, which is cool. kind of scary because strangers, but um, also it's nice to have like a sense of like, I don't think he listens to our podcast, but if he did, he would be like, this is literally what I've been telling you. So um, maybe he does, <laughs> but it's nice to have that like sense of like community back yeah. and like less of that feeling of like doing it alone. Cause usually yeah. when I speak up my training or switch up my goals, it's just like me changing my nutrition and me changing my workouts and me working from home by myself, yeah. going to the gym by myself to do it. So even if it's like just once a week with just him or if yeah. I do like the group set up, it's just nice to know that there's like some people doing it I with you or alongside you. At least. I mean, that's a hundred percent why I loved going to CrossFit, right? I, I could care less about what the actual workouts are, but the people there made it so much better. And it's funny how you were like, yeah, it's nice to just have a group, but like, and I feel like I'm pretty good right now with like exercising by myself, but I do have a lot of different group aspects in my life. Like when I teach skiing at the end of the night, we do instructor session, which is like the ski instructors skiing together and doing ski improvement. So that's group. I mountain bike season is coming up. You guys know I lead mountain bike group. Um, and so I do think it's important to have some kind of community like sport or otherwise mm -hmm. in your life because otherwise like people like us who don't go to work every day um, can be super socially isolated outside of like whoever you live with or yeah. see on like a weekly or whatever basis right it's um, important um, to get out my mom does listen to the pod so hey mom because her and i hey. were talking about this exact conversation the other day and she i was just like it's hard it's everyone knows it's hard to make friends as an adult and it's mm -hmm. like extra hard when you don't go to work and that's what my mom said like she was like 
it is good that you have somewhere you can go for community. Mm. He was like, I don't even know. And this could be a conversation for another day. It's something I'm trying to get better about just like putting myself in group settings. Mm. I don't love groups. I don't love strangers. My brain is very socially anxious that way. But I find if I have like one person I trust, Mm -hmm. then like, okay, I'll go because you're going to be there. Yeah. And I'll like meet the strangers. So I am excited. Um, And I'm like nervous just because it's a new situation with new people, but it it has been nice to even like get out of my house and go to someone to work out once a week or all like having a little bit of a community too. And it's something I'm trying to build more of, but yeah, my short win is just that I've been really liking the workout aspect switch up and I feel like my body's reacting well to it. And it's like a good balance of like, strength training and I've been running more and so yeah, yeah. did you not did you have a PR this week of running or last um, week yeah the last two times I've run so my theory with running since day one has just been like run till I can't walk till I can which you yeah. said forever ago so that's always been just like whatever my goal in the beginning was like one kilometer and then since then I've been hitting like two like kilometer and a half two I did like two and a half just under three outside the other day so it's just been like I think I sent you a snap about it where I just felt mm-hmm. like I like an You're... upward swing with running and it's yeah. not the thing I've ever done every time now <laughs> so we're making progress cool. on the workout side of things and I'll work on the brain side of things I think I I, I did see your TikTok today and I, I liked what you said because I feel like and we all know this and that what you see on TikTok, like come with me for a day in my life, whatever, like those things or Instagram, it's a highlight of somebody's day or life, right? They're not posting, they're not being like, well, I felt like crap today, but I'm supposed to do this social media post. So like nobody's going to do that because people don't want to see it. But I, I think that people do want to see it. I think that it's important to be real, especially people who share their lives to public, people that follow them. Um, I think it's becoming more and more common that people are being real. Now, that's is not saying like jump on a story and like in tears and like sob your way through your day. I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, but I think there's a happy medium of, hey, you know what? I'm not having the best day, but let me show you how I cheer myself up or whatever, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to be more transparent of just, like, you don't have to be okay. And I think if you pay attention to my social media, you can catch on. Like, if you – I always share a few quotes every morning, and if you – have been around my pages for long enough and you pay attention to the quotes I post and don't just skip through all my stories. If any of you do that, you would be able to catch on that. Like, Oh, Jill's brain ain't doing so hot. Like you could probably piece it together, but I'm trying to get better about just being like, yeah, not so great right now. And that's okay. Fair. Yeah. But um, we did do an episode on self-care a couple weeks back. So if you missed that one and you need some extra self-care in your life, mm-hmm. go for it. Um, this week, I guess, kind of in the mental health world, kind of not. Um, we had a post 
sent to us through our DMs, which we always appreciate. If you guys see things out on the internet and you're like, hey, could you talk about this? Send it to us. Um, talking about, actually, I don't even know who that actress was. I Is she in The Good? Have you ever seen The Good Place? Um, I don't know who she is. Um, I'm pretty sure just from like a glance, I'm pretty sure she's an actress from The Good yeah. Place. Watch that on Netflix. But um basically to recap what she was saying she was just saying that like the biggest benefit to working out is the mental health side of things and it shouldn't be about like losing weight or making yourself smaller blah 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 blah, blah. um and then alongside that i had shared a post the other day from um some of you might follow her. Her Instagram is Doc Liss Fitness. I really like her. Actually, she's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she was talking about getting away from the idea or the statement that people tend to say. And I do hear this sometimes of like, I work out X amount of times a week just to still be overweight. Or I work out this many times mm-hmm. just to like not look like I do. Um, and just kind of reframing why we're working out in the first place. <laughs> yeah. And um let me before we get into it let me just say that i've been following now dr Alyssa alenic for a few years for sure before she had her phd and she has some amazing posts infographics podcasts um she's so smart um she's a really fast talker which (laughs) sometimes i'm like i have to go back and Oh no, my ADHD brain brain loves Um, the fast talkers of the internet. But she talks too slow. I'm like, she also did her PhD on the effects of training and the menstrual cycle. Um, So she's really big in that world. Um, And people tend, she actually just posted something today about people like really not liking her because she's like, like, don't, you don't have to train with your cycle, but like you can. It's just, we just don't know enough yet. And I think she actually said that she went into her PhD thinking like one way. And then as she got into the research and into her testing, she totally swung the other way, which I think is so cool. Like that's what research does is it makes us think things we never thought possible. So um, if you're not following her, I'll, I'll see if I can tag her in the, in the show notes, but we were big fans over here of Dr. Alyssa Lenick. Um Anyways, yeah, so the like the first post that was sent to us where the gal was like, um, you know, mental health is the only reason. I, I think exercise. she said I think she said the biggest benefit. Oh yes, the biggest benefit. benefit. And the, just um, so we don't misquote anyone. I I don't know that that's true. Um I, I think mean, it can be. For I think it can people. be helpful, but as we've always said, it is simply a tool in the mental health toolbox. Um, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people overlook the benefits of like a healthy heart and lungs. Um, I don't care how happy your brain is. If your heart and lungs suck, you ain't making it. That's... I think I still, I think heart disease is the leading cause of death in North America. Is it not still? Probably. So there's that. Um, (laughs) And I get, I get, let me be the devil's advocate for a second. I get what you're trying to say of like, 
there's more benefits to working out than just fat loss. I think she started her spiel really good. And then it was a pretty bold statement to say the biggest benefit of exercise is health. I think it can be for a lot of people. Like I think working out and mental health is a big tool for a lot of people and they would not do as well as they are without it. Um, But I thousand percent agree that there's more, there's more to working out than just losing weight. And I think that's the overarching theme lately and kind of the way social media has been swinging more yeah and like I coach fat loss and I will sit here and say that I agree like when clients come to me for fat loss it's more about nutrition than workouts anyways yeah lack of nutrition most of and I I mean this kind of goes back to the in the early 2000s when we would say things like you can't out exercise a bad diet Mm -hmm. or abs are made in the kitchen or things like that which there is truth to that as um, they could have been worded better but they're also not wrong <laughs> by saying yeah. things so yeah and um i think i think really looking at why you're moving your body or why you're you know a lot of people think that they have to do like you said like x amount of days at the gym just to attain this but I do wonder how many of those people are actually doing too much. Um, you know, like I think of, and don't get me wrong. I, if anybody from the CrossFit gym listens to this, you're all wonderful people, but I don't know that that intensity five, six, seven days a week, some of them is doing you any favors. Um, Yeah. And even maybe saying like, is the most optimal way to be training. Like for some people that might be great and it works well, but we know there's many studies that show high intensity exercise multiple times a week is not the most helpful for our bodies, our hormones, anything. Um, And I think I think if we're working out for one reason and one reason only, we have a lot of work to do, no matter what that reason is. Like if your only reason for working out is to lose fat, great, what happens when you lose fat? Are you just going to be like, and I'm done working out? Or (laughs) if your only reason for working out is the mental health side of things, once you feel like you're in a good place, are you done working out? I think if we only have one reason for doing anything, it's probably not going to stick around in our lives for very long does that yeah. Make sense? yeah no i think so um which is why when we you know when we sit down with people and we set goals and they say i want to lose 10 pounds i don't think that any of us take that at face value um and as for me somebody who doesn't coach that kind of fat loss weight loss what I always do is I'm like, is that really the goal? Why, why 10 pounds? Why, why not five? Why not 20? What's, what's so special about that? Well, when I was 10 pounds lighter, my clothes fit better and I had more energy. Oh, you're looking for more energy. Okay. Why do you need more energy? Well, I'm exhausted chasing after my kids. Oh, so you want to keep up with your kids. Like now we're getting to the real reason why you want to start exercising and feeling better. I don't know. There's not a ton of people that I talk to that it is just about that number, right? And 
The worst part about that is that we all have, and this is totally like society has done this to us, that we all have that number in our head that we're like, man, if I was just this, and I don't know why, but for most, some women, it's like, if I was 150 pounds, my life would be so much easier. You know what happened when I was 150 pounds? I was the most injured I have ever been in my entire life. Because in order to do that, I had no muscle. Mm -hmm. I was so weak. And did that make my life better? No, obviously. And now I don't even know what I weigh, but I don't, I can tell you right now, it's not 150 pounds. Yeah. And I really encourage anyone to get away from, yeah, only having one reason for doing anything in this life, mostly. I mean, other than if you want to do something, go do it. But like only having one end goal for anything. Um, Cause I think it's like you said, it's always so much more than that like mm -hmm. it's very rare that we do something for one specific reason and one specific reason only and why is the gym any different or why is working out any different like there's so many aspects of fitness and i think it can very much come in phases too like maybe okay maybe you start working out because you want to lose some weight so you can keep up with your kids better cool and then it turns into like, oh, I actually really like how I feel when I'm in the gym and I really like feeling strong. Okay, cool. And then you're like, oh, I actually really don't like how I feel on the days I don't move my body in some way. Like I think once we get into a routine with fitness, the reason why we do it can kind of be ever changing and evolving. And all of a sudden there's five or 10 reasons why we work out. Um, and I think it should all come back to making life a little bit easier for ourselves like i know mm -hmm. that's like a very base level reason to work out but at the end of the day that's why we're all doing this whether it calms our brain down that's making life easier whether it is creating some fat loss because it makes keeping up with our kids easier like fitness and nutrition has a place in our lives to make every aspect of our lives a little bit easier to manage yeah and we get away from, oh, I'm only doing it for this specific reason and this specific reason only. And when I get there, I'm done. I think that's when it becomes part of our lifestyle versus mm -hmm. just something we're doing. Um, and on the side of like, oh, I work out this many times a week and I still weigh 15 pounds too much or whatever. Like why, why the negative connotation? Like why... I don't know how I want to word this. Why do we have to loop it in with like, this is how much I do and it's still not good enough because of yeah. what it tells me or whatever it may be. Yeah, I always find that to be a really interesting conversation with people of why, what is this 15 pounds gonna do for you? Um, and one thing that I, we sort of talk about when people start nutrition coaching with me because it's not a weight loss program is, um, you know, what would happen if you never gained or lost another pound? What would change? Would you, would you still have a really cool job? Would you still have a great family? Would your partner still love you? Like, you know, like all these things, there's a lot of things that will not change. If, 
you if your weight isn't a factor, right? There's so many things. And I think society has put this on us that weight is worth more weight than it really is. I think, um, yeah, it's, we're getting away from it, but it's still very much a thing. And maybe for like a little bit of older generations, there's mm -hmm. a lot of worth in how much we weigh. And the smaller that weight is, the more value we put on into ourselves. And yes. And I wonder if, uh, I was just, I was just kind of reminded when you said like the older generation, the older generation of women. So like our moms, the only reason they were given to work out was to lose weight. There was no get strong. Like, you know, maybe you're, maybe you did like an adult sport or whatever, but back then there wasn't really like cross training, right? You didn't like train in the off season. If you were like a ball player or something like that, there was just, you're either, good at your sport or you know you're you're in the you're doing aerobics to lose weight or like water aerobics or like whatever and the shift is coming in that we're using the gym as just another form of recreation right like whether you you know some people like don't play sports at all and they just gym right um one of my really good friends is a perfect example, uh, like growing up, she never played sports, she hated gym class, you know, classic, that kind of thing. Um, and now she's like a competitive power lifter uh, because she finally found something that suits her and what she likes to do, which is, you know, train alone to angry music. Um, which I think is funny. Which. <laughs> which I shouldn't say funny is interesting because powerlifting is a sport, but it's still a very individual sport. So it's interesting to see that she would like grow up as a person who hated gym class just to get into like an individual sport. That's right? she just had to find her way of being an yeah. athlete. Being but I mean, gym class with a bunch of people was not the way to do that. <laughs> yeah. And like, the thing is, is that, um, I mean, I've said this for a really long time in that when I was in school doing gym class, the only thing we ever did was like team sports, right? Mm -hmm. We did a unit on football, we did baseball, we did basketball, volleyball, you know, badminton, like it was always sports. There was no exposure to like a fitness, like lifting weights or anything like that. And so, yeah, of course, nobody had any interest unless you were on a sports team and you had gym time because uh, there was a full weight room at my high school but only like the varsity teams used it and all we did was like bench press and leg press which doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense but you know that we can talk about that another time but um i think that if we and somebody correct me if they're doing this in school but if we exposed kids to strength training, you're gonna correct me, then maybe we would have people that have a lifelong love of fitness for themselves, not just for their basketball team. 
It's funny that you say that because I was literally about to say, I wonder when they put in wellness as part of the curriculum. Because when I was in high school, we had a class called wellness and that's literally what it was, was like we went. But it in. was probably an option, uh, right? Yeah, but I was going to say that it was an option and it probably didn't reach all the people it needed to because mm. me and my best friend were in it together. She played soccer and basketball and then we played basketball together and then the entire football team like that was the class right so like it really only translated to the athletes of the school I mean, who already had the benefits of team sport and working yeah. and exercise um yeah i just don't think it was that appealing to people who maybe i think play sport it would be worth it if anybody who writes curriculum listens to us I think it would be worth it to add it in from a very young age into whatever the health curriculum curriculum is. It doesn't even have to be like a class. It's like, so we're going to learn what is a healthy body and, you know, whatever the age appropriate content is for that, right? They, they make age appropriate content for sexual health, for, you know, all those kinds of things at all different grade levels physical health mental health could totally be in that and i do think it's coming like and that might be a big mountain and it needs to be better than the canada food guide i think you can't stop there <laughs> it's probably a big thing to get it into the curriculum outside of an option i would imagine and i do think having it even as an option is a good start and i do think it's getting better because even when like i graduated there was like different versions of the program and it was called different things and i do i do know at my school and in my grade it very much was me and my best friend who were already athletes with the entire yeah. football team and it wasn't exactly the most welcoming class like if i oh, i my, bet my best friend was the quarterback of the football teams like i didn't care being there with the entire football mm -hmm. team but looking back that's not a very welcoming environment to be like oh i'm gonna go no. to this class with only athletes that are all friends with each other i'm good <laughs> so yeah i do think it's coming but i just think yeah like exercise needs to be and it's it's why I love when like kids watch their parents work out and mm -hmm. like they get to see that, oh yeah, this is a thing that my mom or dad makes time for. This is why they mm -hmm. do it. And having that conversation with your kids too, so that we can get away from the idea of like exercise is only here for fat loss or exercise is only here for this reason, or I only exercise so that I can eat chocolate. Like we can get away from, mm -hmm. um, and I mean, conversations around like the only benefit or the biggest benefit of working out is mental health. Like that very much puts exercise in a box of, at least I think it very much puts exercise in a box of like, unless you're doing it for this reason, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So I think we just need to have more conversations that like you can work out for whatever reason you want. And it could be mm -hmm. 14 million reasons. Like I'm in a fat loss phase right now because I wasn't feeling good in my body, end of story. But like once I get feeling better in my body and I already am, exercise doesn't go anywhere for me. Mm -hmm. And I also, yeah. it like gets lost sometimes that like whatever you did to get to where you wanted to be, you actually usually have to keep doing to keep yeah. yourself where you want to be. You well, can't and 
Got there, check, bye. I think like a cool point there is that your main reason for exercising can shift. Mm -hmm. And therefore, the way that you exercise can shift. But exercise right? will always but be there. It's always going to look like something. So like, you know, like for you, you were doing like your own thing in the gym, a little bit, you were doing you know, your classic like cardio, lifting, whatever. And then you were like, you know what? I think I'm ready to do that powerlifting thing that I've been thinking about. So you shift a little, not the whole thing. You're still going to keep your foundations. And now you're going to do something a little bit different, um, but it still aligns with your like trajectory, right? Like you're like, this isn't totally outside. Like it wouldn't be like if you, you were like, you know what? I'm going to start doing this thing and I'm just going to like stop lifting weights. Like mm -hmm. that's changing the whole trajectory, right? You're still have the, the principles, but you know, the, the modality might change, right? Or you, you try a gym and you're like, you know what? I actually like this uh, spin class or whatever. So you go to spin a couple times a week, but you still lift, right? Or, you know, like uh, after my, um, after my race, it's going to be just more about like mountain biking and getting ready for cyclocross season. So I might not do as much running. I might, I don't know. I haven't really got that far yet. Um, or it's like when you, if you're doing like more running, then yeah, maybe your lifting kind of takes a little bit of a backseat. You don't give it up completely because you know, if you do, you're going to end up injured or you're going to lose muscle mass or whatever. And you know that lifting makes you feel good but it just shifts so that you're not always going for like a PR or maybe you went from three times a week to two times a week or, you yeah, know, like I think we can have many different modalities of working out for different reasons. Like for me, my strength training and like using a trainer is for my strength and performance goals. Whereas like and potentially mental health. Yeah. And my running is for my cardio goals and I go to yoga because I like it. And you put that all together and it yeah. helps mental health and it helps my well-being in it. But all of those play a different role in my routine versus like only doing yoga and then only strength training. It's and like running. It's like a recipe. Crazy. <laughs> for like the best cookies you've ever had. Yeah. Right. You change something slightly, you might change the whole thing. Which is fine. Yeah, you it's totally gotta... fine. It might not be terrible. It might just be different. Yeah. Um, so getting like, away from, I think the overarching theme is just getting away from, I only do this for this reason. Like have have a few different reasons to do yeah. something. Have goals with it, but have, sure, maybe one of those aspects helps your mental health. Maybe they all help your mental health. And then all of that together makes it a lifestyle versus like we've said, like, oh, yeah. I work out, lose fat. And once I lose fat so yeah. Yeah, from working Vers out. It's, it's a lifestyle versus remember that time that I like lifted weights for a couple months. Um, and I like got I, some biceps and then I said. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I would say, I hope most if not all personal trainers agree that we want fitness to be part of people's lives for a really long time 
right? There are so many benefits like that that go beyond the weight loss and the strength and the um you know the ones that we know about right mental health there's cardio benefits we talked about like heart and lung capacity but there's also a lot of disease prevention so exercise can play a big part in managing things like diabetes or um osteoporosis right resistance training has been shown to change bone density for the better so as you get older all those things are going to matter just a little bit more than you know like your deadlift or the fact that you're 15 quote 15 pounds overweight um exercises really helpful i'm going into old people now fall prevention right so having balance having strength or to be able you... to actually hold yourself up or climb up the stairs or if you um, do fall you don't break everything. you might not break everything yeah but yeah I think we're getting into the stage because the generation that's older right now is the generation that was told don't lift too heavy don't you know like or they've they didn't literally exercise. ever exercised and so life. and so now we're seeing um you know there's whole programs put on by physio clinics for um osteoporosis gains if for lack of a better term um and that's really cool, but I would like to see us not need that as the end game. I would like to see some strong older adults. And um, I 100% think that'll come as the less old generations age, because I just think the world totally. has shifted in terms of that. But yeah, there's a million reasons why you can work out. And I encourage you, if it's something you want to start, you have more than one reason to do it and have more than one way to get to where you want to be. Yeah. And if you are curious about how to get there, you've got two amazing coaches with who... like a billion options between the two of us of working out and how you yeah. do it and how often you do it and the format you do it in. So <laughs> and how often and, <laughs> and how much it costs and what you're doing and all the things. So we each have so many, options. many options within our own coaching. And then you guys know that if you come to me and I'm like, uh, yeah, go talk to Jess, um, then we will have that conversation with each other as well. Totally. So. Um, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap it. Um, I'm feeling I was a little like triggered by the first. I was like, what? That's, that's so dumb. Why would somebody say that? But. I'm feeling better about it now. Hopefully the world is becoming a better place. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, I think we also kind of get heated. Like I don't, I don't personally know that actress, but I don't think she said it with any ill intent. I just think that's what, why she well, probably works out. It, if I had to guess, it's probably why she works out. So she's like, this must be why yeah. everyone does I mean, it. if you, if you listen to our last, podcast about Gwyneth Paltrow you know that just because you're famous doesn't mean you're right no and I, <laughs> I yeah I just think people with fame their their opinions spread a little faster so that's why we hear them more so people with uh, big followings say wrong things and then a lot of people think wrong things and spread wrong things so yeah yeah but if you that's, have that could be a whole other episode if you have a really solid reason why you work out or maybe you've started a health and fitness journey you've noticed some 
more benefits than you thought from it, feel free to share them. We would love to celebrate your wins yeah. with you. I feel um, like we should have a whole episode where we read our listeners' wins. Mm-hmm. So send us your wins, gang. That would be fun. It would be fun. As always, you can find us over at Lattes and Lifting Podcast on Instagram. You can find me at coachjill.april on everything. And you can find Jess at JLAC Fitness on all mm-hmm. the socials. We will catch you guys next time. Bye.